What is up, everyone? It's your boy, Reckless Fox, and welcome to episode 15 of the Scrub Club King podcast. Now, for those of you who are live, yes, we are doing this around noon. Why? Because we finally figured out the schedule for Mr. Godchild 15, who is in here right now. He works at night. Yes, we're, we're, gonna try, we're trying to revamp the schedule. Now, you're probably asking before, um, what is the Scrub Club Game podcast? Well, we're here to spill the beans on everything happening in the video game industry, the movie industry, television shows, comic books, anime, and geek culture just in general. And speaking of which, rock with me today is the man who has been blowing up Discord for the last two weeks about Resident Evil 2 Remake. Which is never coming out. Miss Gotcha 15, take it away. Uh, there are leaks now, so it's confirmed that Capcom. Nigga, we gon' see. But anyway, <laughs> what it do is your boy Gotcha. God bless y'all. All right, and and another another guy we got introduced is our boy Mr. Two Scoops. Take it away. Uh, yeah, I'm here. It's me, Scoops. You sound like <laughs> butthead right now. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that. Like, really? All right, and our yeah, opening comment oh, yeah. is our opening comment is the thank you guys for uh, tuning in. At 15 episodes in, we are knee deep in the game, and this train ain't gonna stop. Also, on a on a serious note, so there's been a couple of earthquakes going on the past week or so. A big one hit Alaska recently, and a little small one hit us in California up north. So for those of y'all who do not know, um, please be sure to go on the internet and check out the see safety thing, safety precautions you need to take for uh, any earthquakes because. The last thing we want is for anyone's lives to be lost. So please, please, please go on, Google it, find out what you need to do to prepare yourself for an earthquake, okay? Because the world be tripping, all right? And before we get into our um, opening discussions and what we did this week, a couple of housekeeping rules. So for those of y'all who uh, are unaware, we do these live, um, these podcasts live on Twitch TV. So if you like to be you see part, how quality it is. and so if you like to be part of the discussion. Please be sure to follow us at twitch.tv.com slash recklessfox. And be sure to follow us on SoundCloud at uh, soundcloud.com slash scrubclubgaming. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash scrubclubgaming. And we have officially launched our YouTube channel. We will be uh, putting up more content as the uh, months go on and stuff like that. So be sure to follow us on YouTube at scrubclubgaming. And if you like to get a little R and R with us, you know, a little one on one with us, and don't worry, we're we're not asking for anything else. We just want to talk. For any questions, compliments, concerns, input, advice, and business inquiries, be sure to follow us at scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That's scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. And if you like to follow us, uh, be uh, solely, you can follow me, Reckless Fox, on Twitter and Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox, and you can follow me on YouTube at Reckless underscore Fox. Of reckless underscore Fox, <laughs> reckless underscore Fox, Mr. Gotcha Fifteen. Where can they find you? Um, you can find me on YouTube uh, at youtubecom slash Mr. Gotcha Fifteen, as well as my Twitch at got, I mean, got, I mean, Twitch.tv uh, slash Gotcha Fifteen, as well as my Twitter and my Instagram at Gotcha underscore Fifteen. All righty then, and Mr. Two Scoops, where can they find you? Find me at Lexington.tumblr.com, capital L zero for the O, and Lexington thirty four. On Twitter, there's spelling. All right, enough of all that. So before we get into the up discussion, uh, so with us going back to with all three of us going back to school this week, uh, Miss Gotcha Fifteen, how did you go back to school this week? How was it? Uh, it was next week. Oh, it was next week. Okay. Well, I mean, not not uh, this Monday coming up, but the following Monday afterwards. Oh, okay. So what what have you what have you been doing? Because it's been a while since you've been on the podcast. So what you been doing? Let let the let the people. 
who are going to be hearing this, whether day or night, let them know what you've been up to. Uh, mostly just been life, you know, just as in, like, you know, because a lot of people don't know, just like, you know, um, I, I'm a husband and father, so mostly just been, you know, responsibilities with my kids. Um, also been focusing on, like, you know, increasing my licenses during security just to, you know, make a better living for my uh, family. So just been through, you know, updating my licenses as well as, you know, just work and basically just getting, getting things ready, you know, for future events and also at school. Uh, and for those of y'all, um, let them know what security do you do? What security do you do? Uh, I mostly do all security, but majority of the time it's mostly executive protection where we basically do high-end events, private parties, uh, celebrity performances, celebrity escorts. Um, if you see the movie Taken at the beginning scene where Liam Nielsen basically was at that concert to protect that artist, that's what I do. So he's he's essentially our black Liam Neeson. So if y'all if we do pop up at E3, if you try one of us, you gotta go through GC first. Pretty much, he he got them hands. So do, do, do not test them. Do not test Mr. GC with them hands. Uh, you said that you bought you got Dragon Ball Fighter Z day one, right? How is it so far? Uh, so far, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty much like you know the beta, but you just have access to all ports of the that mini world um and you know sadly i haven't basically went straight to online gameplay i basically want to get the uh combos and the attacks down pack so i went straight to practice mode with piccolo and i said before even when the beta just first hit that i believe piccolo has a potential to have to do an endless combo where certain movesets where you know containing his uh extended arm grab but i'm trying to get it out the way and master that before you know bandai uh start to patch that um real quick because you weren't here in the last podcast you played the open bit you played the beta so what were your thoughts on the beta um the first the first time i played the beta was at e3 uh 2017 um it's pretty much i was hooked instantly just as in the the sync of the combos the the trajectory when it comes to certain combos even though it's just like basically more of I'll say remind me of Marvel's Capcom Infinite where it's just like, you know, one, two hit, but it's just so much more when it comes to syncing each and every moveset and basically hitting each point. But so far, it's like I fell in love, you know, the whole entire game. Nice. I had to get it. Nice. So I will, I'll be make, I'll make sure I'm going to buy on PS4. Like I'm going to buy on PS4 and then later on, I'm going to buy on PC. So I'll be, everyone can catch these hands on PS4 and PC if that's the case. Uh, Mr. Two Scoops, you and I, you know, we both go to the university. So, how was your first week in uh, going back to school? Turns out I don't need. Uh, actually, turns out I don't need one of the classes I'm taking, which is good because I have the <laughs> same professor for two other classes. But other than that, I'm fine. That's good. And you and I, we both did the uh, our other podcast. We do uh, Ranger Talk. So, how 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 was that? How how was that for you? Breaking up again. Oh, I said, how was it? Coming back to Ranger Talk, which is our secondary uh, podcast that you and I both do. This Galato is back. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. And for me, what's up? Anyways, and for me, you know, you know, going back to school and stuff, it's it was alright. Um, I got promoted and everything. Um, I got I haven't had the chance to be on my computer, my personal computer. I've been majority of the time i've been on like my school computer and stuff just getting things done and everything like that i can't and like booting up my computer today i'm like i miss you so much i miss you so much 
I was gonna try stream yesterday, but I'm, I'm I was way too tired. And my allergies are acting up, and my my throat sucks. So I'm eating a boatload of Ricolas for the past um, two hours now. And you're gonna be hearing me drink some water throughout this entire podcast. It's like you know, refreshing my and reju- refreshing and rejuvenate my lovely voice. But uh, I will say what did get my interest was yesterday, which will actually bring up our opening discussion, is Soul Calibur 6. Now, for those of y'all who don't know, Soul Calibur 6 was announced um, last year, actually, around December during the VGAs. And they announced that um, it was coming out this year. The only characters they announced uh, when they brought the trailer was Sofitia and Misurugi. Well, yesterday, they actually showed off a brand new trailer, which uh, ha- sees the return of Shang-Wa, Keelik, and Nightmare, as well as a new character named uh, yes. Grow or Grow or however the hell that nigga's name is spelled. And the mechanics are pretty cool. Their, their um, ultras are pretty dope, especially Nightmares. Nightmares on the freaking like, Dark Horse was really, really cool. I will say, I, I'll, we'll go into our uh, critiques about it, but I will say this, my favorite part is when Keelik, like, turns, like, evil Keelik, like, they just pull, like, an evil Ryu on Keelik, and, like, he just starts pulling off, like, some brand new moves and stuff, that was really, really cool, and it actually has me more invested in buying Soul Calibur 6, because initially, I know what to think about Soul Calibur 6, the game looks good, but... Uh, look-wise doesn't get you anywhere. Like, Soul Calibur 5 looked like a great game, but it just didn't play all that well because of some of the choices they made. So, hopefully, with Soul Calibur 6, they do a little better. So, GC, we're going to start off with you. What did you think about the trailer and stuff? Um, The first trailer, I captured it. It basically, you know, just took me by surprise. Just as I could see that they pretty much added, you know, the same fighting mechanics that they did in Tekken 7 when it comes to the Power Crusher, the slow-mo. And, you know, I like the Ultra, they pretty much, they did that. I mean, they pretty much add that to that. So, I pretty much got me hyped, you know, for that. But, um, as for, like, you know, the new trailer, when it comes to Keelik, I really haven't captured it just yet. Uh, and, I'm a, and, and, and I'm a Keelik main. That's the thing. I'm a Keelik main. You're a Keelik main, too? All right, cool. Uh, but what are your thoughts? Who were your thoughts on the new character that they, that they introduced? That kind of sound like Troy Baker. <laughs> uh, if, uh, honestly, any voice... Any character that is brought by Troy Baker, who basically voiceover act, it must be good because you know he is one talented dude. Um, and what are your thoughts on night the new design for Nightmare and stuff? It's not really new, but it's like they they brought back the original look to Soul Edge and stuff, which I'm really happy for. But what are your thoughts on like Nightmare overall? I mean, I'm happy, but is it just as in the extra costume, or that's just basically his main look? I'm not sure. I mean, well, I think that. That looks like it would be his like his actual costume and stuff. Um, I would say I I'm okay with the new voice for him, uh, which we'll get into when it comes to the uh voice the English voice acting. But uh, two scoops, you're still there. What are your thoughts on Soul Calibur Six? Did you check out the trailer? That's yeah, all the trailer. What did you think of it? I'm just honestly glad Soul Calibur is back compared to what happened with Five. I honestly thought the series was gonna die at this point. Uh, what'd you think about the new character that they introduced? It doesn't look totally sure if he fits him in the canon. Well, I don't know, I just, you know, I'm kind of nervous about new characters. Alrighty then. And in case you guys are wondering, in case you guys are wondering what, what's that in Two Scoops' audi- uh, audience? We have an actual audience. Two Scoop actually decided to... <laughs> 
Two Scoops actually has an audience, so they're actually watching us right now. So, yeah. Well, any other than that, uh, what are your thoughts on Keelik and Shangwa coming back? Yeah, the classics. Um. So, did you you saw what X Force said about them like being a couple? So, do you think they're gonna have like more lore between Keelik and Shangwa? This is a question for both y'all. This is just be more of them showing you how their relationship developed, or either Soul Calibur or Soul Edge, so. Wait, isn't it the same character that they, that they had kids, but they didn't work out later on? I think or so. Or kid? I or think Kielik, kid? Yeah, Keelik and Jungwa had two kids. Oh, okay. But, like, they didn't work out as a relationship. I mean, uh, Yeah, so they broke up and, um, uh, Keelik's son, who's pretty much Sun Wukong, is trying to find his dad. Here's my thing. Are we, are, we're really gonna, uh, so, with Soul, because I only played a little bit, I, I played enough Soul Calibur 5 to realize that I didn't really like the game all that much. So, is it true that, like, he, like, decided to break up with Sean Wah and just become, like, the Edge Master or something like that? Become the new Weapon Master, but he only mastered all the male styles. So, he didn't master all the women's styles. Okay, that's good. Okay, well, that's not good, but, like, that that sucks. But I, I, guess, I guess after they realize how bad the game, the how bad they treated Keelik, they're like, we're gonna stop right now. All right, so my take on the game, real quick, before we move on, is that I, I'm more excited about the game. I, I will say this, and I did get some flock about this on YouTube. Uh, I'm not really a fan of some of the voice acting. Like, I'm not really a fan of uh, Keelik and Sean Wallace's voice acting. Now, Growl and uh, Nightmare, I, I have no problem with. I mean, the dude, Growl, or I don't know how to say that dude's name, who kind of like sounds a little bit like Troy Baker. I mean, it's Troy Baker. It's almost sound like Troy Baker. Almost sound like Troy Baker. I'll, I'll you know, say that three more times and let, let me know how that goes. But Nightmare, I really do enjoy his voice. I, I thought they are going to do it like a lot more deeper and stuff like that. Like, if they have like the... um. Kevin Michael Richards effect where when you're a bad guy you have the Kevin Michael Richards voice like Shredder and stuff like that I can't really do a good voice like that but with Shang-Wa and Key like I don't know like just listening to them talk I'm like it's it's whatever's hopefully with this game they give you the option to turn some characters voiceovers to Japanese like they did with Street Fighter uh I will say that Dark Key like has my interest i want to know why in the hell did keelik just go full-on evil ryu at the end of the trailer um did you guys get the, get the chance to see the end of the trailer when you saw dark keelik no nah. no oh okay so i know the reason why though why what's up why, why is that it's because his staff is partly imbued with the power of solid so he's trying to purify it at this time okay and we have the soul caliber 2 to actually get rid of it so okay, wait. So if that's the case, um, two skips because you know more about Soul Calibur than GC and I do when it comes to lore. Um, what what timeline does Soul Calibur Six even take place? Wait till it comes out to really get the control over it because it's Soul Edge, then Soul Calibur One, Two, Three, Four, and then Five takes place several years after Four. And that game sucks, but yeah. Um, other than that, solid. They're really. It's just storyline. Awful. Storyline's awful. Gameplay-wise, it's 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 good, but I I I me I was a little hard on Soul Calibur Five. I will say that when it comes to gameplay-wise, oh, no. well well yeah I I I have a high standard when it comes to fighting games. In case you don't know, so I'll probably look at Soul Calibur Five again. Like when it comes to gameplay, I just just I just won't bother with playing the story mode because 
that story mode is just ugh. anyways but yeah so soul Calibur 5 comes out uh around 2018 um i think we'll all i think likely or not we will all pick it up hopefully they don't pull off any microtransactions soul Calibur 5? i meant soul Calibur 6 we'll pick up soul Calibur 6 uh hopefully hopefully there won't be any like microtransaction controversy bs like they did with uh street fire cross tekken and stuff sweet <laughs> anyways and so moving on to our uh piece of gaming news so again it's the month of january so there's not too much we can say about what's going on because there's not a lot of gaming news aside from the fact that uh apparently it's a playstation home brewer who's trying to get the ps uh ps2 emulator on the ps4 and this is coming from uh Eurogamer, in which some of these guys are developing a uh, an emulator for the PS4 to play more of the PlayStation 2 library. There's actually a YouTube video where they do a, com a graphical comparison to Grand Theft, Auto Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City with the PS2 and the PS4. And if you watch the YouTube video, it actually they break it down very well. And I did not know how bad the FP uh, the frames for PS2 games were until I watched it. Um, Right now, they're also talking about putting, um, because they found a way to put ISO files onto a PlayStation 4. So once they f figure out how to do that and figure out some of the uh, technical issues that are going on with it, likely or not, we could be getting a PlayStation 2 emulator through um, these hackers. So I'm going to go with uh, GC first. GC, what are your thoughts on like having a PlayStation 2 emulator in your PlayStation 4? Please do that. PS One, Two, PS One as well. Please do that. I would love to be like, like I said, for one, like I said, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I would love to play Outbreak once again, as well as Onimusha and a couple other games, especially Dot Hack, Dot Hack Infection, uh, Quarantine, Outbreak. Come on, yeah, do it. Damn, dude, you sound real excited about this right now. I I'll give my I'll, before we go to two scoops. I'll give my take on it. I think it's pretty good. I think. Because of the fact that we've come such a long way with technology, and the fact that sometimes, and the fact that we can run PS2-like systems on like a desktop or even like a Raspberry Pi and stuff like that, I I'm actually, I, I would, I would totally back, I'm totally backing this project. Like, once they finally get more on there, like when we get like more news about this. I will probably contact the developer of this thing and we, we, we can him can do business and I can find out what made him decide to put an emulator on there because there have been people who've tried to put emulations on like the PS3 and stuff and uh, either it either works and they get shut down by Sony or it doesn't work and well the PS3 blows up. Um, if they do manage to succeed with this, I would love to play... Um, what do you call it? Final Fantasy X. My copy of Final Fantasy X on the PS2 on the PS4 without having to like download it or anything like that. Because I, I have X and ten two on Steam, but I, I kind of want to play on the PS2 still. Uh, two Scoops, what's your thoughts on a PlayStation 2 emulator running on a PS4? Finally, I can play God Hand. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you on the PS3? Can't you like get, download God Hand on PS3? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I know so that PSC doesn't work. I need to get it fixed, and I don't have the money for it because they don't pay me. Well, dude, you could easily, dude, you could like buy be a PS3 for like seventy nine bucks on Amazon. Another PS3. Yes, another PS3 for like seventy bucks on Amazon. You want you check Amazon while we're at it, but um, 
what games would you want to see if they managed to do this what games would you want to see on this library or do you think they're going to have a giant library um already made for us well they already have the emulator run and they can port the emulator to it they can port the emulator to it we'll have all the things we want because you can run proper emulator on it you can get your own files on upload them onto your computer and then get everything done you know what i'm saying nice um you can't really hear uh, while you're at two scoots, why don't you ask our audience in the background what, what would they think of a PS2 emulator running on PS4? Anyways, but uh, let me, here, let me hand it over to him. Okay, oh, we got some people in here, anyway. So, uh, so uh, person number one of the audience, do, do not say my government name, please. But, uh, would you, but what would you think of a PS2 emulator running on a PS4? Can't contain himself. He can't contain himself. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, like Jack. And, no, no. They're saying like, they're saying like Jack and Dexter, um, Ratchet and Clank. What else? Ratchet and Clank, uh, Jack and Dexter. What else? What else do you want to see? Kaichi Dragon Ball games. Yes, yes, yes. They would love to see all those. I would want. I will. No, if they do it, I would. I would want to see. And GC, I think you and I can both agree on this. I would love to play Resident Evil Outbreak with online capabilities on a PS4. And I've been saying for the longest, like they, Capcom really needs to, I mean, a lot of fans have been asking it. I've been blowing it up on Twitter that Capcom really needs to remaster uh, Resident Evil Outbreak one, Files 1 and 2. As well as, you know, we got the technology for an amazing multiplayer co-op. Right, right, right. And uh, another one that I would like to see, if they were to do it, uh, I would like to play SSX3. On a PlayStation 2 emulator with online capabilities, because SSX3 is still today one of my favorite PlayStation 2 games of all time. It's I think it's probably my favorite sports game of all time, right next to uh, FIFA Street, NBA Street Volume 2, NBA Jam, and Madden uh, 08. So if they were to do it, I, I would again totally support them. So. We will keep you guys up to date on more information as the PlayStation Homebrew continues to uh, figure out what to do and how to get the ISO files on the PS4. So we'll keep you guys up to date whenever more news stories come out on that. Speaking of PlayStation, so God of War 4 just finally got a release date. It's set to be released April 20th. Happy 420. And they already have collector's editions uh, available. So for the collector's edition... You have the $130 collection edition where it comes with a Kratos statue along with the sun, a map of all of Valhalla or where the hell this place is going to, this game is going to take place, a book and a, um, um, this, stu these stupid figurines and so forth and so forth. Um, the, the stonemason edition, which is a hundred and what do you call it? I just saw it, it was a hundred and fifty dollars comes with all that, including some more figurines and stuff like that. And then there's a $70 digital deluxe version, which comes with, uh, a Kratos and his son's action figures. So, uh, GC, what are your thoughts? Were you a big God of War fan? If so, what are your thoughts on God of War 4? Um, I wasn't really like a big God of War fan, but my uh, a brother, a brother of mine, like he, I mean he is, like he's pretty much pre-ordering right now. Um, uh, it's good just to see him, you know, back just as him more. As it seems like you know, like you know, the whole series and everything just has in their death and revenge of his family, and now he's just having a whole new purpose uh, to live for and everything because of his son, and basically just to teach him the the, the just the struggles of life and everything, how to survive, especially. 
there's pretty much what like demons and monsters still i mean still around around that time but man all right then uh it's two scoops what's your thoughts on god of war 4 and its release date boy another god of war game <laughs> are you are you so you're not excited for this game not really, really. You're, I, you're playing a lot more. You're like, playing you a lot more Yakuza, never. so I can understand why. God of War is bad. I'm just saying, like a new God of War game. I'm just feeling more like it's another. It's another part of the trend of more and more sequels. I can agree. I mean, with I would you. love to. I mean, I would love to see somebody. You know, I can't wait to see somebody stream it or basically post like you know walk, uh, playthrough on YouTube. Here's my here's my thing and, and my and it's not it's not more it's not a complaint but it's more like when I look at this game I look at the fact that why is this game reminding me of like The Last of Us and Logan the re and the reason why I say that is because <laughs> no and hear me out the reason why I say that is because have I've seen we've already seen this trope where a guy comes in who is like um you know used to be the ultimate badass and like was just killing niggas left and right and next thing you know he retires and like has a family and stuff like that like haven't we seen this trope enough in video games why do we need to continue this trope i, I it's just, it's probably just me who thinks about this because look at logan logan it, um aside from the fact that it was loosely based off old man logan he takes care of xavier then x23 shows up and he has to take care of her and get her to the border of canada with um the last of us uh sam has uh, is a character named sam gc because i know oh, you're a big oh, last of us you saw, you saw the last of us yeah uh noel and elliot and elliot and where the white the white dude's name is is no ellie um, no noel and ellie there you go but like i just need that joe joel and ellie joel has to take care of ellie and like help her and help save the world and he and they have like a father-daughter dynamic and this unknown kid that i don't think we still have the name for it yet that's his actual son that's his actual son yeah i don't know how that's possible who did he mess with i don't i i don't know like and that's another thing who in the right mind wanted to smash kratos who decided hey yo kratos come here let me give you some of these yams I know you killed a bunch of people and you killed the Greek gods, but you know what? You can I can throw you them yams anytime. I can let you get, get this coffee. Like who? Who in the right mind did that? Who wanted to smash Kratos? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I really don't. And which is probably just me. It's probably just me. I understand that. But I'm sorry. Uh, Kratos legit destroyed the entire world when he killed Zeus. Okay, the entire world was in oblivion how the hell did we transition from the greek gods to norse mythology right afterwards and which which goes into what you said gc about like them being demons and stuff there being more demons mike my, my here's my thing how they how is kratos going to transition from being you know a, a greek god slaying killer killing like Ares and poseidon and all the other greek gods to like now having to fight thor and loki and lady sif and uller and um Odin and um and uh Hela the uh um god of death and goddess of death and stuff like that and the Valkyrie and other Vikings like I don't know how that's how that's gonna transition how do you think that's gonna transition Honestly, I don't know how it transition oh my bad JC 
Oh wait, we, we, the chat the chat's saying I I can answer this question about Kratos. I know he's going to uh, transition and do that. Well, if the chat knows this, I, I would love to hear the chat's uh, input on this while while I get the input from GC and uh, Two Scoops. So. Uh, we'll go with GC first, and two scoops you can uh, follow up after he's done. So GC, what are you, oh, how do you think they're gonna do a transition to this? Honestly, I do not know. That's sparks of interest. Oh, do you? Th well, you, again, what, what's your thoughts on this? Like, how do you think they're gonna do it? I honestly don't know how they're gonna do it. Okay. Two scoops. What are your thoughts? And you can ask the audience about this as well. But you go first. What are your thoughts on um, the transition between Greek mythology to Norse mythology? One god is Kratos. What? The one god is Kratos. Oops. Spoiler alert. Sorry, kids. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, well, uh, let me see. The chat said Kratos is going to be rebooted by Michael Bay, featuring lots of explosions and blue filter effects. <laughs> You forgot the American flag. You forgot the American flag and half-naked chicks and every every moment they're going to have like a booty shot. So, but other than that, yeah. So, God of War 4 Electric Boogaloo comes out um, at uh, 420. Happy 420 to those of y'all who do 420. But other than that, we'll move on to our next piece of news, which is our quick news. This is where we go through... 30, 30 seconds to almost a full minute on everything that's been going on that we can just uh, sum, it, sum up in one uh, go. So starting off with this, NVIDIA is um, the developers of like, you know, the graphics cards we, we have right now. It's telling retailers to please sell to gamers, not crypto miners, because the GPU shortage is causing extreme price uh, gouging. So apparently from what I am reading from this, crypto miners are just are like, buying up all the nvidia cards i mean all of them right now um to the point where if i'm reading this right on uh hardware.com it's um the, one of the dynamics acting as a true roadblock to people building a new pc gaming ga uh, gaming p a new pc gaming a new gaming pc themselves it's also serious motivation to consider a pre-built system and the reason being is there's no way around it and it's a downright painful right now cryptocurrency mining isn't the only reason for uh, the currently high cost for new piece, uh, get new gaming PCs. So essentially, because of the fact that they're buying up all these um, all these graphics cards, um, prices for like let's say like the Nvidia Titan and stuff like that are going up. Like there's there's all there um, they actually have an Nvidia. There's a six pack of Nvidia GTX uh, 1080s going for almost seven thousand dollars. There's also a few of them um, where some of them are going for a thousand, some of them going to uh, 1700, 1300, and so forth and so forth. So, what are your thoughts on this, uh, GC? I know you're not a, a PC gamer. What are your thoughts on all this with crypto mining affecting um, buying nice quality graphics cards for your PCs? What are your thoughts on this? Nah. I forgot your console, um, your console elitist. Anyways, <laughs> two scoops. You being, you know, kind of a occasional PC gamer. What's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I can barely afford a PC now. My laptop is sucks. So the fact that the GPU cards are getting out of control, I can't even afford it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just glad I have a 1050 Ti. I'm thinking about getting a 10, uh, a 1060 soon, but not, not anytime soon. But it, it's, it. It's being, I'm thinking about it, but I'm happy with what I have right now, and I ain't gonna be spending six, uh, almost seven thousand dollars on one graphics card. So, 
I think I can pass on that. Um, next, uh, Burger King is making fun of net neutrality. Uh, there's a recent video that popped up in which <laughs> in which Burger King was talking about how each part of a Whopper is going to cost extra. That being the lettuce, the bread, and, t t and tomato. This is all making fun of the fact that net neutrality is coming to an end and the spread of awareness about why we need net neutrality. So what are your thoughts on this two scoops? Can you believe the amount of PR they're going to get off of this? It's going to be huge. <laughs> Here's, a, here's, a, here's one more. Uh, do you even eat Burger King? Just out of curiosity. Because I know there's a Burger King at our uh, school. Do you, do, are you an occasional, do you frequently buy Burger King? Do you have it your way? Alright, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. You eat the chicken nuggets and that's it? Okay. Uh, GC, what are your thoughts on, uh, on Burger King doing this? Uh, it's a good... I mean, it's a good PR move, and it basically shows awareness to those who pretty much don't know much about net neutrality on a business standpoint, on a technical standpoint, and just overall. Just basically, like, you know, I wouldn't say dumb it down just for them to understand, but just mostly just to keep it simple. Um, that not only it just affects, you know, the internet, but it's just, it, I mean, all I mean, all the above that deals with the internet when it comes to either just, like, you know, uh, certain businesses like it could affect them, you know, I mean the restaurant industry um, as well as you know either transport or um, Like you know just certain sites you, uh, certain sites that you go to including social media um, It just I mean people think you know it just as in Where the media just basically push forward towards it affects just the internet But it goes way deeper than that where it just focus on service and um, and um, Basically the cap itself I would I would agree with you on that too. I would say you know what, you know good good, good on um, good good on Burger King. You know, it's not it's not every now and then. It's it's good to see that um you know Burger King is doing this and making fun making fun while also spreading awareness on why net neutrality needs to happen. Um, we see yeah, <laughs> chat say hell no. Nah, the sh the sh is nasty. I I get you. I, I look. I haven't ate, I haven't eaten that burger. The only thing I've eaten at Burger King recently because I haven't had Burger King in such a long time. Oh, the Whoppers. I've only had their breakfast. I had their ultimate breakfast. I had actually ate two of those because well you know I'm, I'm a grown boy. I'm a big boy. So, and our last and like the last couple of pieces of quick news. So uh, Monster Hunter World and Dragon Ball Fire Z are now available. So we were talking about this at the start of the show. Dragon Fighter Z is currently available right now. You can go grab it as well as Monster Hunter World. There are plenty of people who are doing live streams about the uh, live streams on these right now. I'm pretty sure Mr. Godchild 15 will be doing a live stream on this later on before he has to head to work, which I'm excited to watch. And I'm excited to watch him fight some people online and beat some butt in the name of the Struggle Gaming Podcast. So yeah, and I will be picking that game up very, very, uh, very, very shortly. Uh, also, our last piece of quick news, which I forgot to put on. I forgot to put on the, uh, well, actually, we have two last pieces of quick news. Um, first, Static Shock is coming back. Comic book-wise, comic book-wise. Before, oh, I, before, any, up, before anyone even, let don't me. Don't give my hopes up, bro. Static Shock comic books are coming back. Most, uh, Milestone has relaunched, uh, which is now relaunched as Earth M. It's a new DC Comics pop-up imprint, which is launching this spring. And um, the um, publishers, um, what should we call it? Uh, the co-founder of My Milestone and artist, Den uh, Denny's Cowan, have announced that the return of the popular character 
uh, of the Dakota University in a new collaboration called Earth M in spring 2018. Calvin Huddle and Lee were joined by Milestone co-founder Derek Dingler and Earth M collaborator Alice uh, Randall, Kyle Baker, Ken Lashley, and Greg Pack to show details on, of the reemergence of a classic Milestone character. And they're quoting, I am reading this as a quote, we know fans have been waiting for the return of Milestone Media and we decided to collaborate with Reggie and Denise to build this new Earth M universe. This will uh, reintroduce iconic characters fans know and love along with new, bold, original concepts creating new platform dedicated to the inclusion of great storytelling. And they also said the, um, the launch book will be uh, titled Milestone and then create, uh, the create the foundation over and create the foundation and overarching storylines for future Earth M titles in the same way the Wildstorm has done for DC Wildstorm imprint. The series from writer uh, Reginald Hudlin and artist Ken Lashley will focus on Icon and Rocket and will feature other classics from Dakota University characters from the 90s. For those who don't know, Icon was is pretty much Black Superman. That's essentially who he is. And and um, panelists shared more details on other uh, title readers ex expecting expected, including Static Shock. So Static Shock is on the imprint. They have already announced that they will be. Uh, they've already announced this via uh, concept art. There's new concept art of a brand new uh, costume for that Static Shock will be wearing. So I have to ask you. Wait, two question. What's up? Quick question. Will this series lead to future Static Shock? No idea, no idea. But before we, before I get to UGC, I need to ask Mr. Two Scoops. So Two Scoops, I have one question. Yes. Are you woke? Nope. Absolutely not. Anyways, that's the thing. I can't say I'm woke or not because <laughs> the reason why, uh, for those of who, I would, for those of who don't want to know, we were asking is he woke because we haven't watched Get Out, and you can listen to that review on SoundCloud later on. But so, to, but aside from that, two scoops. What's your thoughts on Stack Shock probably getting um, uh, a return? What, what do you think about him returning to comic books? I'm glad he's coming back. I loved watching Static Shock when I was a kid, so I think having him back would be good. Nice. And to, uh, tell the audience that Static Shock is coming back and get their reactions to it. To um, GC, what are your thoughts on Static Shock? You already know I'm still I'm still waiting on. Just as in, when is he gonna basically come out? You know, with a new series. Just as in, like you know, either anime-wise and also his own movie. I'm surprised he haven't came out of Injustice yet. You know what? I'm gonna take the time to actually talk about that real quick. So uh, this is not even quick news no more. The the, the same at I mean the same goes for Superboy. Ed Boon, Ed Boon, if you're listening to this, what I'm likely like you're not. Winstack Shock fam, you put the Ninja Turtles in there. You you. You joked about putting Scooby-Doo in, in there on your recent Twitter. Win Static Shock. I just want Static Shock, okay? I don't care about any other character. I just want Static Shock. That's all I can ever ask for at this point. And if any nigga tells me, well, they got Black Lightning in there. No! Black Lightning is using <laughs> Raiden's moves, okay? Black Lightning is using Raiden's moves. This nigga has Raiden. This nigga has Raiden special. Okay, I want Static Shock. I just want Static Shock. That's all I ever asked for. Why can't I get Static Shock? You put him in the mobile Ooh. game for injustice. Win Static Shock. Ooh. You know, you know, you know. It's gonna spark the idea. What? That'd be an awesome. That'd be an awesome death battle. Static Shock versus Black Lightning. Well, Black Lightning's gonna win, cause because keep in mind, Black Lightning is training Static Shock in Young Justice Season 3. 
But Woo. that's a different point. My point is, let me put it like this. This is no, oh, we, this is no longer quick news, okay? We don't, we don't, I'm just gonna rant for a minute. I want Static Shock, Ed Boon. I just want, like, either that or put the white rain. Look, this is how I want to do it. I want Static Shock. I want Power Rangers in there. Matter of fact, two scoops. Two scoops. Get Dagger Boy. I know he's still in there. Get Dagger, Dagger Boy. Boy Grab him. Dagger Boy, get over here. Grab him. And I want you, I want them to hear this. How would you guys okay. want for Power Ranger characters uh, to be in, in Justice 2? And, uh, Hurry up. Anyways. I, I want Static Shock. I want the I want Power Rangers. Uh, they've already given us a move set for uh, for Injustice Two with the Ninja Turtles are in it. So I need to ask the audience that's listening with two scoops. How would you guys want Power Rangers group to be in Young in Injustice in, in Two? How would you guys want that? I want that. Do you guys want Power Rangers in Injustice Two? Uh. <laughs> Dagger Boy, if, if you say my government man will slap the hell out of you. Would you want Power Rangers for Injustice 2? Can it cuss in this channel? Yes, you can. Fuck yeah, I want like a, a Zeo, I want like a, a um, Legacy Wars type, but more darker and greedier. <laughs> Alright, uh, and real quick, get, get get the other guy, get the, get the intern, get the intern, grab him now, and tell him not to say my government name. Intern. Do not say my government name, I swear I will slap you when I get to school. <laughs> How you guys doing? What's up? That's Circuit. We call him Circuit. Uh, he, he, you can follow you can follow us on on Rangers Live channel on Facebook to find out why we call him Circuit. Circuit. Like, what would you subscribe. What would you want in Justice Two? What characters would you want to see in Justice Two? Oh, oh my God! Bring it up this topic. People are gonna flame me. Leonard, what do you? Oh, hey, uh, uh, you uh, slap. You uh, slap. Uh, our government names. But. Uh, uh, I'm probably sure you know a couple characters that you, you definitely have Okay. Just, just say it. Just, say, just blur out some names. Blur out some Blurts. names. Oh my god. Paul Blurts. Paul Blurts. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. I want Static Shock. I want Injust- I want Power Rangers in it. I want- I want freaking. uh- I want John Constantine. I want Etrigan the Demon. I want, um, um, uh, uh, I want Icon. I want Bumblebee. I want, um, uh, Beast Boy. Oh, Be why isn't Beast Boy in the game yet? Why isn't Beast Boy in the game? I don't know. Okay, I think we need to get off this because because uh, we could like start a raid. I might actually get really really mad like he's talking about this. Overall, Stack Shock is coming back, and I just want Stack Shock and Injustice too. That's all I ask for, people. That's all I ask for. Anyways, and our last piece of news, GC brought this up, and I forgot to put this on the notes as well. Apparently, Microsoft is uh, uh, gaming stores are in trouble because of Microsoft. So, GC, this is your story. Not so, why trouble. don't you so why don't you explain what's going on? Well, so far, uh, Xbox just basically put off a major deal, just as in they want to put every single Xbox game in the Xbox library, the Xbox One library, and according to retailers or whatever, that's basically hurting business. And they might, you know, they based on, I mean, I don't know if it's rumors or it's basically confirmed news, just as in some is probably going to stop putting Xbox One, taking it off their shelves, because it's basically taking, you know, business from them as in uh, purchasing hard copy uh, games. So basically just like, you know, every, um, you know, because they're gonna basically going to put a, a app called, I guess, what, Xbox Play or Xbox Pass or whatever, but where you pay a small subscription, 
where you can have access every month. You got access to every single Xbox game in that library where you can stream games. And they feel like, you know, just by, you know, Xbox basically making that announcement where they basically don't go, like, basically towards a library of previous games of digitally is going to hurt the uh, retail market uh, when it comes to, uh, like I said, hard copy, hard copy games on the show. And me, I mean, me and experts, we talked about this uh, yesterday. And we, it was really a deep conversation where it sparked a huge idea just as in, is it, is it, is, I mean, is the video game industry taking steps towards going fully digital? So, um, and my, and my thing, I mean, my thing is pretty much, it's pretty much inevitable because like, you know, developers in the near future, they will create a console where it's going to be completely fully digital, where basically as hard copies going to basically be a thing of the past. It's going to pretty much be obsolete. And as for the business standpoint, it's gonna put like a lot of bit, a lot of game, a lot of retail stores and third-party store, stores out of business, such as GameStop, and they're already taking a hit because of the digital uh, availability that we have now. So just imagine they went fully digital. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll see in the news that you know uh, GameStop is gonna fall for bank, bankruptcy, as well as other gaming stores as well. Um, and I was saying also like you know PlayStation, they're already basically doing that right now. They already have they have an app called PlayStation Now, where if you pay a, a small subscription, you'll have access to the PlayStation library and stream and stream games as well. Um, but yeah. Uh, two scoops. What are your thoughts on this? I don't see it gonna destroy the game and use game industry. That thing is just too um, healthy. It's gonna games all the way back to like Super NES, Nintendo and such honestly plan isn't gonna work and I mean think about it like you know they're pretty much doing that now just as in, you know they came out with this the, the NES classic and the Super NES classic now I think they came out with the Genesis classic as well where you know you have consumers that basically buy the consoles and they modded it and putting every game in that library and reselling it or whatever uh, you know at a higher price and you know, like I said, just as in to a certain extent, everything just as in if developers, you know, basically took the idea and went went on with it, whatever. Yes, it's not full, it's not really fair towards the consumers, or whatever. But it's like me knowing they don't really care. All they care about that, all they care about is that dollar sign. So, um, and you can basically see, you know, from the past, uh, future, uh, uh previous titles, you know, bad and terrible games. Bad expansion package. <laughs> Marvel's Capcom Infinite. Uh, and <coughs> Street Fighter Cross Tekken. <laughs> I mean, God, you know <laughs> microtransactions. Um, you know, it basically just want that dollar bill and everything. So pretty much, if the opportunity was to open everything, regardless of what the say so the consumers, they gonna move forward with it. And just like you know, it might cause damage in the long run. With me, I'm a veteran. I'm an old school everything. I like hard. I like hard copies. I like you know, I like to stand in line for a new release. I like to meet new people in the process, just to you know, to form that gaming community, in which it has formed that community since day one, in which brought us all together as you know, as people, as you know, as fanboys. Uh, when it comes to you know, just gaming itself or whatever, and you know, that's why it bring forth like you know, Twitch, and that's why you bring forth these uh, game. I mean, these gaming conventions. I mean, what's really drawn me was G4 at the time when I was a kid. But it's just like, you know, just stuff like this or whatever that pretty much just bring us together. But, um, and my thing is, too, as when it comes to hard copies, there's a possibility if you don't like it, you can also return it, but you can also, like, you know, sell it and make a profit of it. When it comes to digital, you're pretty much just stuck with it. And regardless, you know, they set, like, you know, a certain return policy, 
Um, you know, of course, it deals with the duration of that uh, return policy and the expiration date. But also, you know, when it comes to digital, it's pretty much infinite. Like, you know, you can always, it's like, it's more than enough that anybody can pretty much download the game. So basically, like, if you don't like it, you know, some people don't have time to uh, get into, get involved, get in deep with the game. They don't know if it's pretty good, if it sucks, if it's just wasting money. Like, you know, you'll never know. It's pretty much a double-edged sword and a double standard. But uh, it might, you know, come across the end, you know, towards a lot of, you know, stores where people only just have to resort to third-party websites, Amazon, or even the uh, console store, like the PlayStation store, or, you know, Xbox Live, where you have to access your uh, games, you know, through digitally, just stream it towards your library. And also dealing with, just as in the, the space, and the speed and the, and the data cap, you know, that comes along with it. That That's a lot, and that's a lot to take in when you think about it, because of the fact that like, like you said, we grew up in a, we grew up in an era in which you had to get physical copies, and now the fact that everything's going digital and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, I don't like GameStop all that much, but the fact that they've been around longer than we have through other names and stuff, it, it, it would be it would be a little sad to see them have to go because of the fact that more people are buying digital copies of games than they are physical copies. I think, and the only reason why people still buy uh, physical copies is to get like those collector's editions, like with God of War yeah. 4. God of War 4, the digital collection only comes with like two action figures. The collector's edition, if you buy a physical copy, comes with more art books, um, maps of the entire world, figurine, uh, more figurines, a statue, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, so, I think what they, start, they, what they might need to do is they GameStop has to rely strictly on the fact that they can have those collector's editions for those people because collector's editions can become rare if they're never taken out of the package but at the same time when you think about when i think about as i'm talking about this you other you have other third-party stores like where they sell physical copies like out here in los angeles there are plenty of stores that sell retro games and stuff like that like uh game dude like that you can uh game dudes on laurel canyon i think sherman way where they not just sell new games they sell old games as well and they sell collector's editions and stuff for fair uh affordable prices so i think overall the standards and practice of like a GameStop is going out of sale while well, it's going out of style not sale going out of style while other manufacturers like Game Dude and like next gen video games and stuff like that that's out here in California. And there's probably around other areas that sell retro games and stuff like that for affordable prices. That's becoming more of a thing. So, and even though GameStop has their own new system where they're selling retro gaming consoles themselves, it still doesn't beat out the other, uh, um, you know, stores and stuff. Yeah, because like versus like Walmart, Target, whatever, all they, they all they, I mean. I mean, let's keep it real and everything. Each game that they sell or each console or whatever, they get pretty much five bucks, which is really not, not a, lot, I mean, a lot of money or whatever. But it just as in, if they was to take that hit or whatever, they'll still be okay. They'll just basically remove all gaming, the gaming section, just remove or replace it to something else that's more profitable that they can sell. But, you know, concerning like, you know, just video game stores, just like, you know, GameStop or whatever, they're pretty much in trouble because basically just the idea of going fully digital and it's like, I get it, because instead of just, like, you know, you got, I'll say, like, you know, millennials or, you know, the new generation versus, you know, my generation and even before, as in why, you know, 
if you want a game, why leave your house and everything and drive, you know, the cold, stand in the cold and everything to get the copy where you could stay in the comfort of your home and you just download it, you know, easily. And of course, like, you know, the thing that we pretty much battle with, with now is the length of time, your internet speed for one, the length of time it's going to take to download and also the spacing of that game that's going to download to your system. And knowing or not, if you have enough room that's going to be stored, you know, onto that, uh, onto your uh, console versus probably, probably either you got to erase that game, but it's still going to, I mean, you know, delete that game. Of course, it's going to still be in your library, but also just as in probably bring in, uh, bring in, uh, external hard drive to basically save it there as well. But from the business standpoint, I get it. You know, it just saves a lot of money and, and production costs, you know, when it comes to making hard copies versus, you know, just, you know, digital. Yeah. Two scoops. What's your thoughts on this? Honestly, it's not going to really damage the industry. Just like you guys said, we got plenty of secondhand stores. Yeah, we got plenty of secondhand stores and everything that will sell games. Honestly, it's not going to do it. You know the pricing of that is going to go up? You know, just a single Super Mario, uh, Super Mario Brothers on the NES brand new in the box is worth $3,000 right now. Of course, if it's out of oh, anything that's out, not has not been touched or has not been taken out of the box, it's going to cost a, bu a boatload of money. I saw a, I have a, uh, I have a Funko Pop of the White Ranger for Power Rangers still in the box and still in mint condition. I'm not taking that out anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. So all right, I think, I think, I think we need to move on. We need to move on to our TV and tel our television and movie news because we got some exciting things to talk about for those. Even though there's only like three things. First of all, let let's just let's let's just. Any of the niggas, any of us who are niggas, just put your fists up because my boy Black Dynamite is finally coming back. Black Dynamite is returning this year. Not the cartoon. They're actually making a brand new Black Dynamite movie. Um, recently, Michael Jai White had teased on Twitter that uh, the return of the Blaxploitation parody protagonist for what appears to be a new live-action project. This is coming from IGN. And you can check it out. You can actually check it out on his Twitter. And he says, Black is, Black is back. And it also runs down like you no know, Black Dynamite, the first movie coming out back in 2009, then the show coming out lasting two seasons. Um, GC, did you ever watch Black Dynamite? Um, I seen I seen the movie, you know, basically dealing with uh, Michael John White and also like a little bit of uh, anime. Um, it's pretty cool. It's funny, you know, it's comical, but it's pretty cool. Uh, so what were your what are your thoughts on them making a brand new movie? Um, I could pretty much. I can say I pretty much care less because, like I said, it didn't really capture me, you know, just as a fan. It just seems like real, at times, just seemed like real interesting to watch. But it's, you know, it's not like, you know, versus as in, how could I put it? Uh, Black Panther. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I would say that too. Like, I mean, I, I'm excited. I mean, honestly, when I'm thinking about it now, I'm, I'm excited for both because I really enjoyed Black Panther. Uh, I'm not Black Panther. I really enjoyed Black Dynamite. Uh, when I watched it initially, and I really, I loved the cartoon. The cartoon was great. I had some, it, it really spoke to both people who grew up in the 70s and people who grew up, uh, who are growing up today. Like, it, it was funny. It, it, it knew how to use its, its comedy to hit both sides of the angle. So, th with this new movie, I'm hoping they actually bring back the new, sh uh, unlike the new, the anime, the animated series, because the animated series relied on, what the first movie did um give or take um uh, even though they ignored some that th they ignored uh, plenty of the things that the movie had which is fine it was for good for good reasons but i think if they did if they do make the second movie 
I would love to see the show come back and use some elements from the second movie as well. Uh, two scoops. You, I th hopefully you watch Black Dynamite because I hope you're woke. But um, what are your thoughts on Black Dynamite? A new, a new movie coming out. Love the movie, and I would love to see the TV show coming back. But a second movie would be great. And we're, okay, here's a question. Uh, GC, I know you're not a fan, but do you think the show? Do you, if they do make the movie, do you think it could take place in the '80s, or do you want do you want them to stay in the '70s to like to still capture that black exploitation? Um, just dealing with just as in the whole genre, the design of the character, and even the atmosphere and everything, it just fits pretty much in the '70s. I also like either mix close to late '70s, you know, possibly. Uh, but the '80s is more what uh like rock and roll or pop and cocaine yeah the 70s was cocaine too yeah that's true 70s was cocaine yeah, 70s was cocaine 80s was more and more cocaine and uh the rise of mtv so <laughs> you guys realize that um but yeah so overall i'm excited for that i i like black dynamite so hopefully Hopefully the movie's good. We don't know. We don't have a release date of the movie. We just know that the, it's supposed to be coming out this year. So we'll keep you guys up to date with that. Uh, speaking of which, uh, before we get to our last piece of news, um, I will. Um, when it comes to movies and stuff, I will say this. So two scoops and I, we're as you guys know, we're big fans of Devilman Crybaby. Well, recently, and you can find this on AnimeNetwork.com, they've already announced the Devilman Crybaby Blu-ray, and which includes the vinyl of the original soundtrack. Unfortunately, this giant box set is supposed to come out um, next year, May 30th. And it's going to set you back almost $300 because the it comes not it comes not just with the 10 episodes on Blu-ray. It comes with uh, two bonus CDs, a 100-page animation materials book, a 100-page art book, and a collector's box with art by character designer um, Kiyo, Kiyo Takata uh Oshiyama, Kyoto Taka, Oshiyama, Oishimama, shut up. The anime also includes the English subtitles, and the bonus materials are in pre uh, The bonus materials are in there, and which also includes the 12-inch um, vinyl of the show soundtrack, and so forth and so forth. So, two scoops. You being the fan, what are your thoughts on this giant box set? Would you want? Would you want to spend almost three hundred dollars on this big ass box set for Devil May Cry Baby? And I don't even have three hundred dollars. Uh, GC. Okay, I I know you haven't seen Devil May Cry Baby, which you totally should, and you and Exile Warrior should totally review it because he keeps bugging me about it. Um, what are your thoughts? Would you want to buy a three hundred dollar box set of a bunch of stuff with an uh, anime on it? I haven't even bought anything with that amount of money when it comes to a box set or anything i mean you bought a ps4 so it came in a pop it did come in a box so that's different we yeah <laughs> that was actually a joke but okay keep going yeah i mean that's different i mean we talking about anime unless you know i mean i'm a huge jungle ball z fan and you don't see me you know get a box set, especially the day one edition when the game came out and everything the whole Boxing when it comes to like you know the action figures and stuff like that, you don't see me spend that much money on the boxing. <laughs> one of the guys in the podcast uh, in the chat said broke boy, 
<laughs> no, responsible. No, he said, what to what do anime pimps broke boy? No, nah, we all broke, bro. We're, we're all broke, okay? We're all broke. We're all in the struggle. We're all college students, probably in debt. And and we're also married. We Well, we, we got one guy who's married and has kids. Uh, we got another guy who's not woke. And then you got me. And, and we're all broke. <laughs> So, yeah, overall, though, yeah, so Double Man Cry Baby, if you guys are giant anime weebs who like spending almost $1,000 in box sets, as we know there's people out there that probably spent like $1,000 on that 12-inch Chun-Li statue with the big boobs and the big butt, uh, then this you might think this is cheap, so if you think this is cheap, go buy it. And our last piece of news, and again, GC, raise your fists in the air, because uh, our boy, Jordan Peele, has become the first African-American to be honored yes. with a trifecta Oscar nomination. And this is coming from Deadline Hollywood, in which writer-director Jordan Peele, who directed Get Out, which was the biggest sleeper of 2017, has been yes. nominated for at the Oscars for three nominations, GC. Where are those nominations? Let the people know. Take over. You, you, I thought you knew. Take it over. What are what I'm asking? What nominations did he get? Take it over. You, I'm asking you. Take you, you. Take, take it over. Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> like that's best director, uh, best director, best screenplay, and um, best uh, best writer. Let me. I'm gonna find out real quick. I'm actually going. I'm actually going to look it up right now. But while we're at it. How do you feel about Jordan Peele being the first African-American to hit this trifecta? Go. Uh, it basically should be an eye-opener, just as in, like, you know, to follow your dream, in spite of what obstacles comes your way, whether if you're a minority or not, specifically if you're a minority, uh, basically just, like, you know, to go for whatever, just as in, you'll never know, basically, the potential and the talent that you have unless you basically come out of your comfort zone and basically step forth and push it forward or whatever because you know he basically went in of course he when he asked for help and everything he brought an idea to the table and you know many people rejected including hollywood so he thought about like you know what you know it's my dream if i believe in it let me put my money where my mouth is so he invested in himself and basically pushed forth the project and lord behold he was shocked himself many people were shocked but he was shocked himself at how popular it became and basically just how much success it came from his project or whatever so just for like you know the the the, the history that basically hit the box office and the amount of income basically came out you know uh out of the theaters and basically from the uh, project itself and just to basically be nominated for three awards and they pretty much could decide whether it's a horror movie or a comedy that's pretty that's pretty much just shows or whatever like you know just to i mean if you have something and everything that you totally believe in you know go for it don't let anybody stop you or whatever and i know those people and everything is pretty much salty as heck like dang i wish i should have invested in them or whatever but i mean hey you live you learn or whatever and i know like you know his partner in crime you know keaton you know salty as well because you know he basically decided that he wanted to go you know full-time director and it's like you know uh oh, bro i kind of need you you know an actor right quick. especially we doing the reunion and everything so uh yeah like you know you know we, we look out for your boy you know i don't want to keep turning to another tyrese about the rock wow no i'm okay i wouldn't say keegan is uh salty i would just say he's more proud because remember they're like best of friends like you can't be that you're not gonna be salty with your best friend 
uh, being the first African American to hit a trifecta, and uh, I actually pull, I actually pulled him up right here for for anyone who's watching this live. Here is the uh, nominations he's getting from the Oscars from the Academy Award. Uh, uh, Get Out has been nominated for Best Picture, Best uh, Actor, and Daniel uh, Kaluuya. I, I finally said his name right. Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Best Director in Jordan Peele, and Best uh, Original Screenplay in Jordan Peele. So the, he's the movie's been nominated for four Oscar nominations. So again. This is this when it comes to after a black a black directors and black uh, artists and stuff like that. This is big. Like no other black director at this point has ever done this. And the only well, time and the only close, but yeah, yeah kind of close. Like I would say this: the last um the last one to do this. Let's see, um um what was that movie called? Um what was that movie called with the um. Just say it, so I, I hope you know. It wasn't La La, it was the one that beat La La Land at the last year's Academy Awards. Hmm. I what can't. Was it hidden, hidden? No, it wasn't oh, Hidden yeah. Figures. It wasn't Hidden Figures. It was another one. It was about It was about the taboo of like, not just like, you know, like being uh, raised in the hood and then also um like being gay in the hood as well. I can't remember what the name of the movie is. Moonlight. There we go. Moonlight. Moonlight won for best um for best movie and also won for uh best supporting actor in the uh what's his name Maharshal Ali the guy from um Luke Cage. Um, then you had uh, Twelve Years a Slave that won for best uh screenplay and best director. Like they won't they were both those movies were nominated for only two Academy Awards. They weren't none of them were nominated for best actor, best supporting actress, or anything like that. But they. Uh, but to be fair, Best Supporting Actors become one of the biggest, um, the biggest, um, awards in recent memory because you can't have a, you can't have a movie without a good supporting cast. This movie is the first to hit four nominations from a black director. And you know what? Say what you want about us being biased about this. I will say this. Jordan Peele rightfully earned that spot. He rightfully earned this position because the movie wasn't just good. It was great as both a horror movie, a comedy movie, a black comedy, if you want to call it. And by black comedy, I mean like dark humor. And, and overall, I think the movie the movie was great. And mm -hmm. the, the fact that people got pissy about, about oh, you know, this is like social justice movies. Like, no, this has nothing to do with SJ dubs. Screw the SJ dubs, okay? Like we're looking at this movie overall as a almost a perfect horror movie or a perfect black comedy as a whole. You don't see niggas like Tyler Perry getting this award because niggas like Tyler Perry make the same movie over and over again. With Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele took a formula that ha we have not seen in horror movies recently. We haven't seen in quite a while and put a little emphasis and put some emphasis on it. It related to modern issue, modern day issues, and racial issues, and it works perfectly. And you can laugh at it too. Um, two scoops, real quick, because I want to go. I don't want to go on like some, you know, some like tired about this. But what's your thoughts on Jordan Peele uh, being? You're you're excited about this? What are your thoughts on this? Good job. He did a good job. He deserves it. He did a really good job. I liked his movie. So here's one more question: Are you woke? Are you woke to scoops? That's what I was saying. <laughs> no. 
Anyways, but yeah, I overall Jordan Peele deserves this rightfully so. This will be probably the first time I've watched the Oscars in the last two years. I have not watched the Oscars in the last two years. The last time I watched the Oscars, I think um, 12 Years a Slave won. Yeah, 12 Years a Slave won. That's the last time I watched the Oscars. I went to an Oscar party the following year, but that's because my mentor had uh, invited me and my brother out there. So overall, though, Get Out was great. And for those of y'all who are watching live, you have not watched Get Out yet. Check it out. It's it's. It's one of the best movies you, uh, of last year. A sleeper hit, we would call it. So, yeah. And with that being said, we're going to go to our closing discussion before we end this. Now, this closing discussion has nothing to do with movies or video games or television shows. This has something to do with an epidemic that's on our hands. They're called Tide Pods. Now, for those of y'all who don't know what's been going on. Common sense. Yes. For those of y'all who don't know, this is the roast hour. Tide Pods have been an epidemic recently because niggas are eating this. Now, for those of y'all who don't know what Tide Pods are, Tide Pods are a mixture of laundry detergent and, uh, like, laundry detergent and bleach. Just a hint of bleach because you need it to, uh, you don't want bleach on your color, on your colored clothing because it'll make it all pale. People have been eating these, saying these look good. Niggas have been trying to eat these Tide Pods for the last month or so. How long has it been? Not long enough, my roommate says. Niggas are eating this like they candy. And we this is a public service announcement from the Scrub Club Gaming Podcast. Niggas, for the love of God, common effing sense. Stop eating Tide Pods, okay? Don't get me wrong. I am full. I support Darwinism. Survival of the fittest. If you are dumb enough to eat these, and you should eat those. But as a man of faith, I have to tell y'all, niggas, stop being freaking stupid. You niggas are too damn old to be doing kid stuff. Like, kids eat these, and we have to whoop their butts to tell them not, you should not be eating bleach or drinking laundry detergent, okay? But you got grown-ass niggas in their 20s and 30s doing this Tide Pod Challenge. The fact that Philip DeFranco has to dedicate an entire show on YouTube to tell you trifling-ass niggas to stop eating Tide Pods, it's a damn shame. You niggas need to stop eating Tide Pods. Stop it right now. This is not cool at all. The fact that we have millennial niggas, you you damn millennials are giving us millennials a bad reputation. Stop eating Tide Pods. Stop, if you're going to do it, stop posting on YouTube. Because likely not, Logan Paul might run to your house and be like, Guys, I think I see a dead body. Don't do it. GC, what's your thoughts on this? Common sense. Tap it. Two scoops, what's your thoughts on this? And you can ask the audience in the background. Oh, the island is gone. Good. What are your thoughts on niggas eating Tide Pods? Well, a couple hundred, but still. No, no, no. Let it out. Vent. We're going to vent. This is a venting hour. Vent. Why are niggas eating Tide Pods? Because originally it was a joke on Tumblr, I think, and spread, and then there's people actually eating it. So what are your thoughts on this? Like, get, let, vent your frustration. This this is the hour where we're actually gonna vent. What do you? If a, let's just say if a nigga tells you, hey yo, dude, you wanna eat this Tide Pod? What are you gonna say to them? I'm gonna let him eat it. <laughs> I'm death porn. All right, GC, what's your thoughts? I want you to vent, GC. Like vent, but don't don't go too bad. Don't go too hard because I know you know you're a man of God. So I need you to vent, vent your frustrations. All right, for one. 
the enemy is that busy. But, I mean, anyway, I mean, but anyway, like, come on, it's just common sense. Everybody has it, or it's just, people just choose to ignore it because, I don't know, it's because of the brainwashing of social media, whatever, because everybody is doing it, so let's do it too, or whatever. It's like, come like come on, it's just common sense, or whatever. And basically, my point is, to her thing, just as in, you know, the YouTubers, that basically, whether you have like you know a little bit of following or a huge following and you basically doing it just for views or whatever whether it's clickbait or not or anything just to spark the idea of just influencing your subscribers or anything to the type to do the type pod challenge and they eat them that just clearly shows you know your integrity and your intentions just as in you all about the money you all about the views and you don't really care about your subscribers you don't care about the health or their well-being knowing the toxins that the toxins and the chemicals as in that, I mean, that's in that uh package or whatever that is basically clearly says on the box or on the tube and everything do not consume because this and this and this gonna happen gonna happen to you or it's gonna intentionally kill you and there's been many reports that pretty pretty much of people that have been like eating bleach or this and this and everything and I know by now since the five five times they've been coming out there's been many hospital visits but it's like come on I know your parents raised you better than that like come on now. And like I said, just ask for the uh, people who's basically encouraging this and influencing this and encouraging their followers to do so. Like, it, the question really shows, do you really care about your, your 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 subscribers, your fans or whatever? Or are you just basically using them and manipulating them just to get a check? Because at the end of the day, it's pretty much comes down to, you know, the love of money, and which is sad. It's no work for them. I have too much love and respect for you guys, to, to the viewers, and to my uh, subscribers, to my followers and everything, just to convince you to do something, you know, stupid that will intentionally harm you and kill you just for some views and just for some clout and just for some money and everything. No, I got too much respect, too much integrity, too much character to do that to you guys. And that's love. A freaking man. A freaking man. People, listen, listen. We, I, 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 the fact that we have, the fact that we had to do a closing discussion on this makes me sick because I expected more ab niggas in this world, in this world, but maybe I expected too much because there's stupid niggas out there who legit do this. So this is a message to our followers on Twitch, our followers on Twitter and our followers on YouTube. Guys, please think about what you're going to think about what you're doing. You are taking a Tumblr joke. A joke on Tumblr too seriously to the point where you are you are putting your life and your health in jeopardy you niggas have too much goddamn common sense to do something this reckless pun intended and this stupid the fact that niggas like Phil DeFranco and myself have to tell you niggas to not eat Tide Pods is actually kind of funny but but just downright foolish we shouldn't have to tell you not to eat poison okay that's like me saying gc why don't you go eat some carpet fresh that you spray on your um carpet whenever your dog pees or poos or 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 um two scoops why don't you eat this piece of a microchip from my high my graphics card that's still hot as hell and put it in your mouth just don't we're not i'm i'm not I'm not okay no, two, two scoops. I know you're white, and I know your people do this, but just don't don't do it, please. Anyways, I got it. So please, here, folks. You want me to eat microchips? 
people he's white ignore him anyway so <laughs> look you're gonna die my point is people because I, I i don't want to rage about this because i'm gonna lose my voice if i continue to do this if you know if you know anyone who's who is going to try to attempt this if you know anyone who's going to try to attempt this please stop them punch him in the face if you have to if you see the you're you're closer you know you have a true friend if he punches the hell out of you for trying to eat a Tide Pod. So if your friend beats the hell out of you for trying to eat for trying to eat a Tide Pod, he's a good friend. He's a good damn friend and you need to invite him to your wedding and have him be your best man. If he and and if he's looking for a job, you better get him a job. Because why? He slapped the hell out of you because you tried to eat a Tide Pod. That's all he has to say about that. Uh, I am pretty much the Luther to Mr. GC because Mr. GC can't say some of the things that I know he wants to say, so I'm gonna say them. Niggas, get your shit together. And that's all I got to say about that. I'm done. The podcast is over. We're done. Thank you guys very much for following. Thank you guys very much for watching or listening. This has been the Scruggle Gaming Podcast, episode 15, Friday, January 26, 2018. GC, what are your closing thoughts on today's episode of the Scroll Club Game Podcast? Go. Um, it's pretty much amazing. Like I said, I love you guys. I love you all. And just us as love a society. Me. It just I'll say I love you. I love you guys. And I love you all. So I mean just us as a society, we have to do better because it seems like we just living in time. Of course we're living in the last days, but we just living in a time that it seems like we're going backwards. It's like we just basically get dumber and dumber and dumber. And I just uh, want you guys to basically just be that, be uh, that few, be that few to basically stand up and stand out, bro. All right, two scoops. What are your thoughts on episode 15 of the Scruggle Game Podcast? Go. Get that microchip and com- become the source of the computers. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up. Michael's closing statement for um, today, today's Get episode. <laughs> oh, my God. My closing statement for today's episode of the Scruggle Game Podcast is... People don't eat Tide Pods. Please don't. Do not eat Tide Pods. Please. Def- listen to listen to us. Do not try. Do not attempt to eat a Tide Pod. It will hurt you or do much worse. In fact, Logan Paul might sneak into your house. But that's a different story uh, for another time. Thank you guys very much. This is Struggle Game Podcast. If you guys would like to follow us, be sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Scruggle Gaming Podcast. Uh, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud at Scruggle Gaming. Be sure to follow us on Google Play at Scruggle Gaming. If you'd like to get a little up, oh, and follow us on Twitter and on YouTube at Scruggle Gaming as well. If you'd like to get a little R&R with us, you can follow me, Reckless Fox, on twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox. And you can find me on YouTube at Reckless underscore Fox. Mr. GC, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on youtube.com slash mrgothchop15 as well as Twitch, I mean Twitch, uh, uh, twitch.tv slash gothchop15 and also on Twitter and Instagram at gotcha underscore 15. All right then, Mr. Two Scoops, where can they find you? I mean, at lexington.tumblr.com, capital L zero for the O and Lexington34 on Twitter, same spelling. All right then. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. This is the Club Game Podcast. We got to go. We love you guys. And as always, peace out, bless up, and keep on working things 20 hours or less. And we'll see you on the next stream. Until then, milk goes in cereal. Bye, deuces. Team no milk.